Okay, so who wants to do the recap for the past two sessions? Since one of those sessions was like a little in-between deal. I can. You can? I cannot. Oh, you cannot. Can anyone? Alton got sassy, um, was forced to break into a house. Um, Florence made, quote-unquote, friends with Mix Autumn, um, who also has a absolutely terrifying anima. Uh, Zach has a boss who may or may not be the weird white-suited guy that the mayor was talking to. That's just a theory. Um, and his anima doesn't like him. All right. That's that's what I've got. <laughs> A plus notes. Yeah, that was uh, Colton and Florence's little side adventures since Hillary could not join us that week. And for the primary adventure, the session prior, uh, let's see. You guys had a little roundabout uh, quest around town. Um, and while, uh, while it was starting to get late... Uh... Oh, yeah, I know. During the evening, you guys broke into Zach's house and had a little kerfuffling going on there. Um, by the time you guys ma uh, managed to break in, Zach was gone, but you found a very... Uh, like out of out of place a uh, little compact uh, antique mirror and Florence suggested that you go talk to uh, a local like antique dealer slash spooky tourist uh, attraction uh, owner uh, Shauna Hamarch who operates uh, Elizabeth's Eldridge Encounters and yeah, that that is all the important stuff that previously happened. So, after a... Uh, okay, so yeah, I believe I listed Elizabeth's as opening at 3 p.m. Uh, can't be bothered to go look through those notes, but yeah. So, those of you who have jobs... Uh, you know, like, uh, get off and uh, start rounding each other up. Uh, so are we going with the, the Gatsby car or the eyelash car? Wait, who, what's the Gatsby? I don't know what the Gatsby car is. There is oh, also right. um, a very beaten up pickup truck in that way. <laughs> <laughs> so Florence uh, canonically drives a Gatsby-style old car. I may or may not be Googling that. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, basically who who is this who is the party's uh, chauffeur for uh for the episode? Uh well do we need to like roll for initiative? <laughs> I just think it would be really funny to see Florence get out of Mark's pickup truck. <laughs> Not even getting out, the act of getting him in. <laughs> oh, is it one of those big, big old pickup trucks that needs like a stepladder to get into? Yeah, it's like it's a little bit rusty, but not rusty enough that it can't get registered. 
Yeah. Uh, Dud, <laughs> there's like construction stuff in the back. Yeah, it's a working truck. I thought truck. that it was going to be one of those things where, like, you've told a dog that they're going to the vet, and then they're just resisting you the entire way that they're being loaded into the car. <laughs> yeah. Yes, or absolutely. Or... Okay, so, yeah, we'll, we'll say the, the day prior, you guys all, uh, like, coordinated and uh, got your, uh, your, uh, Time times off for work uh, sorted out so that Colton could uh, swing by and uh, grab you guys. Um, for all intents and purposes, uh, Tammy's uh, uh, Tammy's uh, day at work was relatively uh, uninteresting. Uh, you know the the uh, I should not have gotten water. Coffee at least let me keep thinking. I couldn't find words, but I could keep stop talking. So yeah, uh, the personal trainers at the nuclear arms gym are being their standard uh, e- eager selves. You know, like not a lot of people have been coming in this week. What with the whole uh, explosion. E- explosion happening just a few days before. But yeah, as you're uh, getting out, you uh. You spot uh, Mark's pickup truck being driven by uh, Colton. Uh, like he said, it's a it, it's a working truck. It, it's a little dinged up, a little mud, a lot of construction equipment in the back. Uh, it <laughs> is there a uh, a very unhappy uh, Florence in the truck already. Or... Uh, he's doing that thing where he's got like sunglasses over to hide the glare, <laughs> and not the glare from the sun. Him up lost, so he had no choice. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's a uh, mid afternoon, and uh, you guys start making your way through. Yeah, you'd be coming up through. Uh, downtown into a weird town uh and yeah like the second you hit weird town it is uh night and day from the rest of portsmouth like like it's kind of like you just walked into halloween town like uh this district lives up to its name plenty of tourist traps uh plenty of uh weird spooky nonsense um there's like a year-round uh nondescript Halloween costume store that uh that uh is just always here. And uh yeah a few minutes of uh of driving through this uh gothy wonderland you uh roll up upon uh uh Elizabeth's Eldritch Encounters. It is a you know, it, it's kind of an antique shop uh, storefront. So, uh, you know, door in the center, two big glass pane windows, uh, an apartment building, uh, or an apartment on top of the store. Yeah, the the store has all sorts of uh, arcane knickknacks in the uh, in the window. So, like, you see some uh. Uh, skulls and bones and like weird little totems and uh, uh, 
you know, like antique looking things. Some of the bones, it's kind of hard to tell whether or not they're fake. Uh, probably hoping that that skull right there with the like bejeweled teeth is fake, but it's kind of hard to tell. I'm rolling an intelligence check because I need to see if Colton knows that if you lick a bone, it sticks to your tongue. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, that's how archaeologists um, can differentiate oh, in some yeah. um, situations is the lick test. So they like gently lick it, and because bone is porous, it sucks all the moisture out of your tongue, and it sticks to it. That is a fossil fun fact. I did not know that either. That's a two. Uh, I don't know what that means for him. Okay, that that is weird. All the all the roll or all the numbers are white on uh, my screen. I'm gonna reload. Uh, are you in dark one. mode? I am in dark mode. There okay. we go. That was weird. Um. Okay, so he does not know how to test for real bone or fake. Cool. Probably save awkward encounter with. <laughs> the propi pro proprietor. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, but how do you get out of white or um, dark mode? Uh, it's a little moon on the uh, left side of the screen. Oh, I was in settings. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so so who will be the first one into a uh, into Tripoli? Uh, Florence. Florence. Okay. So he just comes out with confidence and just uh, heads right for the door. <laughs> confidence or a need to get away from this vehicle? A little both, but mostly confidence because he is familiar with uh, the good old Triple E. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Florence uh, just makes a beeline for the door, swings it open as though he, he lives here. And instead of, like, the normal little ding-ding that a uh, uh, store like this would have, it is, like, a deep, like, cath cathedral bell, just, like, boom. And, uh, like, as he's opening it, uh, uh, Tammy and uh, uh, Colton, uh, you guys are uh, coming up after him, and you just see, like, like just fog just pours out from uh, inside the... Uh, the the store and like uh yeah as as you go in um yeah you you smell the uh telltale scent of a fog machine for those of you who may have interacted with that well yeah tammy probably would have what with uh being an event coordinator tammy has absolutely been around fog machine yeah so tammy and maybe florence can just pin that smell immediately as a as a floor or a floor machine, geez, a fog machine. Um, yeah. So as you're uh, looking around, uh, you see that the uh, shelves on the inside and all the display cases are just crowded with the cult knickknacks, um, which just vary in shape, sizes, and age. Like, uh, yeah, like there are some some necklaces that are made out of, uh, like, fangs. You see some things that look like, uh, uh, dream catchers, uh, masks from all over the world, just all sorts of, uh, fun, cool stuff. Um, 
as you look around, you spot the uh, fog machine over by the uh, the counter. Um, yeah, it's just turning away. On top of the counter, there are uh, two little displays. There's a, uh, well, displays, quote-unquote. There is a uh, bowl of candy corn in a very plastic, uh, like, cauldron. And, uh, you know, it has a free uh, take-a-handful uh, written on a little note in front of it. And next to that on the counter, there's a small little display refrigerator full of, uh, like, sodas and uh, energy drinks. And it just has a little sign on it that says potions and elixirs. So while you guys are uh, enjoying all the fun knickknacks and uh, accoutrement of the store, you hear someone approaching from the back. And with a flourish, the curtain separating the uh, uh, main room of the store from the back room flies open. And uh, out comes uh, a lady. She has real dark skin, uh, frizzy hair, wearing just full-on, like, goth gear. She's got the big boots, the uh, torn black pants, like spiked bracelets and collar, little uh, spider earrings, various piercings. Yeah, she slides into uh, into the room. Um, everyone who is not Florence can make a quick intelligence check. Now we're going to say this is like a DC4. Oh, there we go. Ew. <laughs> so yeah, uh Tammy and Colton, you guys just see her glide into the room. Uh Florence, you know for certain that she has Heelys. Oh yeah. I want Heelys. And yeah, it is purely for the for the ethereal movement thing. So yeah, she comes gliding into the room and uh motions at a you all, and says, uh, Hello, wandering souls. It's so nice to meet more individuals who wish to explore the Eldritch, and oh, hey Florence, what's going on? Shauna, hey, you are looking wonderful today. Thank you, so are you. Oh, you flatter me. Well, it's the least I could do, what with you getting me the the whole thing going on here. How can I help you? <laughs> Yes, okay, so uh, this is Colton and Wait, wait, Tammy. wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Uh, she comes gliding around the uh, counter, and uh, she holds uh, her hands out to uh, Colton and Tammy and uh, says, uh, Would you two mind uh, uh, giving me your hands for a moment? I'd like to uh, to to do a bit of a psychic reading on you. Colton goes in for a shake with the... Uh... It's nice to meet you, ma'am. Like, he's actively thinking she's <laughs> trying to shake his hand. And does Tammy go in for the, uh, psychic reading? Um, uh, very hesitantly. Radical. So the second that Tammy's like, is going for it, like, she just snatches your hand. Okay. Um, let's see. And this time, everyone can either give me a... Dex or an intelligence check. Hey! Oh, man. dang! <laughs> Does Florence want to give us one? What? Oh, uh, I thought you meant everybody who didn't know her. Oh, no, this one's also for you. Okay. All right. So the DC was eight. 
Um, Tammy and Colton both rolled decks and got a 11 and 10, respectively. Uh, Florence is distracted by something. Or he's like, ah, yeah, this, this is just one of Shauna's things. So, uh, Shauna grabs, uh, grabs uh, your hands. And uh, she uh, throws her head back and her eyes roll uh, roll back. And uh, you kind of get this feeling of, like, electricity in the air. And she says, uh, oh... Okay, you're an out-of-towner. Oh, you work with cows. That's interesting. All right, visiting here, seeing your cousin, helping him find someone. And you. Oh, okay, you work down at the gym. I need to go there more often. Okay, you, you help out with the... Uh, Brain stop working. You help out with the uh, pageants uh, that happen every now and Oh, you're Miss Lobster. Well, you're the previous Miss Lobster. Okay. I thought I recognized your face somewhere before. And as she's talking, Tammy and Colton, you both feel what kind of feels like a snake just kind of coiling around your feet. Look down. I look down. Can I see anything? The smoke is pretty thick, but you do see that there is something on the floor. Is she still holding my hands, or is she all done? She is still holding your hands for the moment that uh, that you guys uh, have noticed the uh, the the snake. And let's see, that was a int roll of two. Was that to figure out what's down there? Yeah, it's a snake. Is it a real snake, or does it look like a Topaz Cowboy-style snake? Um, with that, too, it looks like a snake. Like, all you can see is, like, the silhouette of something long that has coiled around both you and uh, Tammy's ankles. Uh, ma'am, you might have a snake problem. Uh, her eyes, like, immediately, like, come back out from, uh, behind her, uh, lids and she just look just kind of like glances over you and she's like what do you mean and uh she lets go of uh your hands and uh immediately the snake is gone so you got one of them things as well then huh she waves her hand like i don't have a snake i couldn't get away with it florence I- is eating cut uh candy corn and is like huh <laughs> Florence, your, yours is yours is a little bit smaller. Why don't you show Miss uh, Shauna? Shauna Hallmark, yes. You're you're red. So yeah, Florence turns away from the bowl of candy corn, and uh, as he does, uh, M- Moonlight Prestige uh, appears on his shoulder. Shauna is just looking at you agape, and she's like. Wait, you you have one of those? Oh, yes. She uh, turns back to uh, Tammy and Colton. Do you two have one of those? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I have a snake, too. Mine's not a snake, though. She is just grinning at all of you. 
She's like, oh my god, oh, I can't believe there's more. Oh, what's its name? What do you call it? And she, yeah, like she, she did not direct this at anyone. She looked at all of you as she was saying that. This is Moonlight Prestige. Oh, yeah, that, that suits them. I call mine Protein Fluff. <laughs> oh, I love that. That is a, a Topaz Cowboy, I think. Oh, that makes sense with the whole ranch thing you got going on. Is, is, it, a, is it a ranch thing if my family are ranchers? It's not like it's a, a hobby. And who is yours? She uh, leans back as though she is about to sit, but clearly there's no chair uh, under her. And as she is going down, uh, you see the the smoke on the ground kind of lift up and shape itself until it looks like a cross between a jet and a uh, and a snake. It has little wings about halfway through it that have turbines. Uh, on its head is a uh, or like. Three eyes that kind of look like radar uh, radar screens, and uh, yeah, this woman has a Digimon. Yeah, yeah, it kind of looks like a Digimon, but yeah, she uh sits down on this and she's like a yeah, this uh mines a radar dragon. Uh, I love it. Thank you. Okay, so you guys now have the image of her. Oh, that's wonderful. And uh, yeah, she's uh, she's kind of swinging on Radar Dragon now, and she's like, uh, "So, I honestly have no idea what what bring a bunch of uh anime users to me. What's going on?" Like, I didn't know there were any more in town. I honestly thought I was the only one. Okay, actually, could you back up for a second? And yes, I'm going to get to the team in a minute. Just, uh, wait, uh, just, uh, what? What? Uh, anime users. Yeah? That is a lot more elegant than what I've been saying. (laughs) Oh, what have you been, what have you been calling yourself? Um... I I kind of been saying like this is my little tiny ghost friend or whatever. Eh, you're not wrong. Like as far as I've been able to figure out, Anima. Hmm. She uh she kind of crosses uh her arms and uh starts to lean back and Radar Dragon's tail curls up to make like the back of the back of its little pseudo chair. He's like hmm. Okay, so as far as I can tell, anima aren't really good. They're kind of like the ghost of your ghost, if that makes sense. Or, I guess more like a shadow of your ghost. Hmm. Uh, That actually uh, confuses me more, but I like what you're doing. She she gives the old finger guns and she's like, yeah, it is. Not an easy concept to describe. Um, she hops off of a radar dragon and Healy's uh, back behind her uh, counter and uh, rummages around a bit until she pulls out a uh, a really old looking notebook, like leather bound, uh, little string 
or twine in there to uh, like bind it. Uh, pages look like they're about ready to snap in half. And she flips it over, or flips it open, and uh, goes a bit, and she's like, uh, okay, okay. So, yeah, it's, okay. Yeah, as far as I can tell, and as far as this thing says, they are literally a manifestation of your psyche. Like, well, they're, you know, they're called anima because the person who discovered it is like, oh, this is a life force, so I better name it after life, so anima. Holy and... puts his hand up. <laughs> yes. Walter Psyche. Uh, it is your spirit, I suppose. Well, it's, a uh, Psyche is also kind of like a mental, like, uh, a profile of your mental, uh, anyway. Like yeah. a psychology? It, it's what psychology deals with. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm on the same page now. She, uh, finger guns at you. So... Awkward finger guns back, very confused about what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, she so seems very confused about that. They don't have their own form or, like, ghosts? Um, well, I mean, according to this journal I came across, some anima do persist after their user's death, but a lot of them are, like, linked to the user on, like, a, uh, I guess, life force level, I suppose. Because, so, like, yes? So is that what's been attacking us? Um, anima who have lost their users? She uh, just kind of, like, looks at you for a second, and she's like, what? No, like, the little methed-out gnome dudes. <laughs> oh, mm. Wait, did you see those here? Like, here, it, here? No, no, um, Molak in town. No, no, I yes. mean, like, in town, in town. Yeah. So everything well, looks... Kind of, they, they weren't, like... I mean, we could s kind of see them here, but no, we were... Okay, wait, um... What did like the sky look like? when you saw them. The the gnomes? No, the sky. What did the sky look like? Like was it weird? Were yeah. there floating things about? Or was oh, yeah. the truck no, was no, so no. messed up? We oh. saw it in like that weird <sighs> other place, but they were affecting sh stuff <sighs> okay. in town. Okay, that that is still a problem, but not as big as a problem as it could be. Uh, she takes the oh, book and some, it. some guy named uh, Zach something or other. I don't remember his surname right now. He he's um disturbed. I guess is a nice way of putting it. Huh. Uh, and he seems very intent on well hunting us down. Um. Oh, that's unfortunate. So I don't know if it's just the three of us because we pissed him off or people who have these anima in general. Huh. That That is definitely a good question. Um, 
as for the first uh the first question you said methed out gnomes yeah okay hmm there's nothing in the book uh she opens the uh, journal to a uh empty page and uh holds it out to you guys and says could one of you touch this please uh all right touches it okay so you have okay so as you touch that uh you see what looks like some kind of dust kind of flows off of you and onto the journal and as it does i don't like that yeah as it does it looks like the dust is uh riding in along the journal page I'm so sorry. I'm trying to find a handout. Oh my god. Uh, one second. You're trying to fill in our Pokedex. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, the the handout did not save, it looks like. So that is unfortunate, but I still have a thing I can give you guys. And uh, so yeah, the dust is filling out this sheet, and on the opposite uh, side of the book on the next uh, empty page... You see what looks like a uh, sketch of one of the uh, gnomes uh, being drawn in. Yeah, regardless of whether or not you can read it, for those of you that recognize the look of Latin, the words are definitely Latin at first, but then they start translating uh, themselves. And uh, at the top of the page, it says, uh, want, uh, W-A-N-T. And then the page uh, slowly starts filling out. And I'm going to go ahead and share with you this thing. So you each have access to this Pokedex entry that will be filled out later. Um, but yeah, so a want, uh, according to this, uh, this page is a small weak emotional uh emotional manifestation it is just a creature that is driven purely by oh i found it <laughs> okay so okay so here's what i actually wrote so on the page the words translate to wants are vicious little monsters who have an inescapable urge to take and covet what others have. Due to their cowardice, they always travel in packs and often will work for larger and stronger animus, especially if they are promised rewards or threatened. And this is actually what I needed to show to you guys. Ah. Uh. And yeah, so that appears on the... I'm sorry, what was that? I was just saying that really is a messed out gnome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, uh, see this appear in the book, and, uh, Shauna takes it back and flips it around and reads through it and says, uh, oh, okay, so you guys encountered once. That's. They attacked you? Yeah. Yeah. Was was there some something else giving them orders besides? This well, that was guy? a weird um, 
gorilla wolf thing. But yeah, Zach was there. The the guy that I was the isn't he's a very disturbed young man. Um and uh he's he's got like a a robot horse. She uh she kinda motions for you to uh to stop and then holds her hand out again and is just like a you, you know what, just just let me see him real quick. I and I'll very slowly give her my hand. So yeah, she grips it, you see a radar dragon appear behind her again and uh her eyes go to the back of her head and uh, she's like Oh yeah, that guy has some problems. Okay, I don't recognize the horse. I did try to tell him that he had problems, but he didn't want to listen to me. He was more interested in putting a gun in my face. Yeah. Um, on an unrelated note, uh, I now have a gun. Are they legal here? I mean, um, do you have a license? Well, yeah, technically, but I don't know if it counts if a Pistols, mm. and guns, rifles, and stuff. She is going to hold up her hands and say, "I am not a law enforcement uh, individual, so I am not going to give you any advice on this. Probably don't tell anyone else you have a a gun that's not yours." I don't think it was his in the first place either. It doesn't have bullets, it's just sort of here. I can get rid of it. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Um, but yeah, what, that thing, that was, yeah, that was definitely an anima. It, uh, she kind of, uh, like, motions at Radar Dragon, and, uh, if, uh, Moonlight Prestige is still out, she'll motion it, motion it in and say, uh, yeah, animas are usually more, um, focused and unique compared to uh, an animus. So, like, our anima are a direct reflection of ourselves and our psyche, whereas an animus is more of a reflection of the world at large. So the things you fought, the gnomes, those were all animus. They're... Hmm. Is anyone here familiar with Shinto? Got it. Shinto. No one is. Can I, can I roll, roll this? Let me roll for intelligence. <laughs> yeah, roll intelligence for everyone who wants wants to know about five. Five. I was gonna say, is it like what happens when like you personify this town? You get these. Uh Tammy says that out loud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Shauna will, uh, snap and, uh, point at Tammy and say, yep, that is exactly right. And... Colton got a four for once. That's the highest he can get in an intelligence check. You know what? Him rolling that, um, he does know that Shinto is a thing. Like, he... he Shinto that is out. a religion. Japanese, right? Yeah. He knows it's a religion. From the dead. Yeah. And uh, I've got an eight. I watch them animes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Naruto. He's Ninja Clan. 
But yeah, Florence does know the the basics of Shinto, what with everything having a spirit and what have you. I I want to interject that Colton has only seen Cowboy Bebop, and that was on accident. <laughs> yeah, that's canon. But he loved it. <laughs> he watched it because it said cowboy. <laughs> it's canon. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, two of you kind. Okay, no. One of you kind of knows what Shinto is. The other one knows the gist of it. And Tammy got it on the money with uh, it being kind of the personification of the town. But I have absolutely no idea what that is otherwise. Nope. Uh, but yeah, and uh, so yeah, Shauna continues. Um, yeah, so it, it's a person. Yeah, like, like you said, it's a personification of the town. So yeah, the people that are Greedy are well. There's not all that many, honestly. Like, it's really weird, <laughs> especially coming from other big towns. But yeah, so that's why these wants are incredibly weak. Yeah, the gorilla wolf. You said you saw. I mean, that's probably the best way I can describe it. Ah, uh, let me see. Uh, she flips through the uh the thing some more, and says, uh, oh, that is a fear. And she shares uh, the Pokedex entry with you. Uh, and the words on the uh, the page... Are we, like, legally allowed to say Pokedex? Probably not. <laughs> but, okay, there is actually a name for this journal. Which I will give you guys here in a second. But yeah, the uh, Digidex. The the entry for uh for this anima says uh, fears are brutish animus that subsist on the fear of humans. They typically nest in places of great anxiety and fear, such as hospitals and schools. When able, they will harass humans so that they can feed more. And uh, yeah, she uh looks through that and says uh. Yeah, those things are typically big enough to boss around some wants, but hmm, I don't know why it would be. Well, no, it would be downtown. What with that explosion happening? Well, look, uh, yes. I, I'm not the smartest or sharpest tool in the shed, but if that guy that's been harassing us was there, couldn't he be controlling them? Like. It really did seem when he, I guess, kind of technically kidnapped me that he and his horsey, they weren't really getting along. Like, they didn't agree with each other. Yeah, I saw that in my reading. Hmm. Like, the the horse, whatever he is, was actually refusing to follow commands. And I've Topaz Cowboy's never done that for me. Hmm. Perhaps that uh, indicates some sort of disharmony within himself. Yeah, there are some anime I've read about that have a stronger presence than their own user and could be one of those situations where it's trying to, I don't know, call the shots. I mean, I suppose I can't really communicate with him. Yeah, it's... Uh, she, uh, she looks over at Radar Dragon, she's like, yeah, it's... 
it's real weird to know whether or not these things have like a sense of self on their own sometimes. So yeah, she closes the uh, the book and uh, kind of like a uh, glances around at you all and says, uh, "So were you guys like looking for help dealing with this that guy or?" Yes, actually, we have something of his that I was uh, hoping that you would give us some information on, and the fact that you have an anima makes it a lot easier to explain, honestly. <laughs> okay. So Florence is going to like produce the broken compact and uh, show it to her. Oh. So, yeah, she's going to uh, look at uh, the antique compact for a second. Open it up, kind of stare at it, close it, and it says, uh, Okay, I'll see what I can tell you about this thing. Looks pretty mundane. So, uh, yeah, she, uh, you know, eyes roll back, uh, radar dragon starts circling around, and, uh, she's like, uh, okay. Okay, wait, wait! Oh, I know what this is! Eyes come back, she, uh, looks around, uh, she uh, kind of power walks over to a uh, uh, nearby shelf and rummages around and uh, pulls out a uh, almost identical compact. Uh, this one's made out of more like tarnished silver than the uh, kind of bronzy look of uh, the ones you guys found. And she's uh, like, yeah, this is a... Uh... Okay, I don't know what they're actually called. I've just been calling them ancient mirrors because, you know, they're old. But yeah, these things act as a uh, one-way trip straight to Mirage. So yeah, if he had this, he could uh, yeah, he could slip to Mirage whenever he wanted. But why did our animas not like it? It hmm. Maybe it was... also, how do you get out of there once you're in there? Oh, you you find a door. Any door? Well, it hmm. has to be. A special door. Uh, or if he's just drowning in these things, he should he could be using these to pass back and forth. But uh, I thought it was a one way trip. Oh yeah, it's one way per mirror. She uh, opens up uh, both mirrors to show you guys, uh, or she opens up both compacts to show you the mirrors inside. And uh, the one uh, that she pulled off the shelf, the silver one, it is it looks like a perfect mirror. Um, actually, it kind of looks a bit warped. Like, it's still reflecting, but it looks more like the surface of a pond than a, uh, like, glass mirror. And the other one looks like it has been burnt out. Like, someone just scorched the glass uh, on the, the mirror you got from Zach's house. It was broken when we found it, wasn't it? That is correct. Thank you for reminding me. So, yeah. Okay, we'll combine the two. It was broken, but, like, the shards that are still have, like, scorch scorch marks around the edges. Gotcha. And uh, she says, uh, as for why your anima didn't like it, hmm, maybe it didn't want to go where he was going? Or maybe it didn't like the idea of blindly following uh, that that horse anima he has. Well, none of our animas liked it. 
Hmm. That is a mystery. She uh, kind of motions back at the book. Like I said, they, they represent our psyche, so maybe it's some kind of deep-rooted survival instinct you guys are having. Hmm. You know, like, you're out there camping, and then you look you know, look out at the edge of the woods, and you're like, I probably shouldn't go there. I mean, the the meat buildings were kind of weird, but it wasn't, it was kind of beautiful. Yeah, to go back to what you said earlier, you had mentioned Mirage. I'm assuming that that's the other world that you were talking about. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, Mirage is... The other world where you guys saw these uh these little gremlins. They uh that that's kind of where they live. So yeah, as long as they're there, they don't cause too much of a problem. Uh yeah, it's when they can cross over where issues start occurring. But uh yeah, as far as I've been able to find out, Mirage has existed as long as the world has. Do you think that any of these animus could use one of these mirrors to slip into our world? She uh taps her chin a couple times and is like, hmm. You know what? I don't actually know. Hmm. Okay. I might have someone I can ask about that. And about some other stuff. Uh, like about the Zack fellow or his supposed control over over these animus. So yeah, if you guys want to come back in a few hours, like... Yeah, I might be able to dig up some information for you. Okay, well, first of all, you know the mayor's assistant... Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not too friendly. Yeah, Mick Summers. Oh, that's her name. Yeah, they have an anima, and it is horrifying. Yeah, that checks out. What's it do, eat babies? It, uh, uh, from what I could tell, it could change the physical property of something. Oh. Oh, lovely. But we just had... (laughs) We had dinner or lunch together, and it was absolutely delightful. Well, I'm glad... I'm glad you had a fun time, and I'm glad she has a godlike anima, while I have a glorified metal detector. I'm sorry, but you know it's true. They and hate their anima. You you see that Shauna immediately just gets an incredibly white and is like, oh, oh, that's fun. Just thought <laughs> you'd like to know. Yeah, that I I like that that they don't like theirs. Still upset about its power set, though. That's that's frustrating. Oh, yes, absolutely. But it's funny. Yes. 
Well, I guess we'll have to come back in a couple of hours. Uh, who is this person that you are going to be contacting? Um, uh, his name's Grift. Well, uh, I'll have to just introduce you to him. I'm sorry, Grift? Yes. Yes. G-R-I-F-T. So... Now, is this man a, a grifter? Uh, in some ways. He likes to make deals that are more beneficial to him. Is he going to so, help without expecting something in return? Oh, no. He'll expect something in return. But... He also owes me, so might be able to work something out. Well, fair enough. Okay. Uh, I suppose we'll try and stay safe until then. All right. See you in a few hours. Um. So mechanically speaking, you guys just unlocked the magic item shop. So, items and relics that are common and uncommon, you can purchase from her directly. Um, anything of a higher rarity than uncommon, she might be able to find for you. And by the next time we play, I will have a random item uh, list set up. So that if you guys just want to go through and browse her wares and see what she has you can roll on a table to find a special unique item. Oh boy. Oh boy. So, do you guys have any plans for the rest of the day or do you want to skip on ahead to uh to the evening? Hmm. I'm good skipping. I'm good skipping. Yeah, I don't mind skipping. I think, like, the only thing that Colton would really have wanted to do was try and get a bit more info about the town and looking for, um, Obi. Okay. Again. Yeah, we can go ahead and, uh, have you roll a, uh, some checks. So, this old... Okay, so how how would he go about, um doing that would he be like uh trying to figure out things with clues or would he be walking around like talking to people and trying to get information that away would he be using a cowboy bebop for any kind of (laughs) (laughs) would he be using topaz cowboy for any kind of reconnaissance i think he'd probably use topaz cowboy because listen he's not bright, but he has kind of figured out that Obi's probably not on this plane. Like, he's most likely stuck in Mirage. Okay. So you kind of want to use Topaz Cowboy as, like, a dousing rod? Yeah. Okay. So, let's see. We will go ahead and have that be power on Topaz Cowboy's side and Int on your side. And I'll say a, uh, the DC will be a eight to get, uh, eight to get great information, six to get some information. Well, that was a nine. (laughs) Okay. 
Damn. So, yeah, as as you're just kind of like uh, driving around town, uh, having a uh, topaz uh, trying to like detect uh, uh, Obi, you start. Um, okay, so you kind of uh, start getting some some pings as uh, you're driving uh, to the northern uh, side of uh, downtown. Or, yeah, downtown. Um, it seems to get real strong around this nearly shut down, uh, uh, like, mall. Okay. Uh, but uh, then, the like, other two with me, or if I go on myself? Cause... Oh, yeah. That, uh, do you guys uh, help Colton with this? Or do you have uh, stuff to do on your own? I'll help Colton if uh, if he makes it clear that that's what he's doing. Oh yeah, yeah no, he would have. Yeah. Yeah, I assume that I would have just planned to do this for the day. Okay. So yeah, you uh, yeah, Colton gets uh, some good pings from uh, the local mall. Um, Tammy and Florence, you both know that this is the Rabbit Meadow Mall. It has like a handful of stores open, like uh, yeah, just it took a real hit uh, as uh, online shopping got more and more prevalent in society. Uh, but yeah, so there's like a pizza place in the food court. There's a couple of clothing stores. There's a uh, there's a not very well stocked electronic store, like yeah, it's just kind of a shell of its former self. And a Spencer's gifts. Oh yes, of course. That's <laughs> given. Is the pizza place good? I'm gonna leave that for the townies to decide. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You you basically go there because you're physically in the mall, but it's not like you don't go there for the pizza. You go there for the experience. Colton's gonna get some pizza. And it's... I don't know, he's not gonna ask if it's good, he's just gonna get some pizza. <laughs> From Bobaros. Bobaros. Because he can't say Sabaros. <laughs> okay, so you guys go to Bobaros. Um, yeah, it's it like is... someone really misspelled or really screwed up the sign for sombreros that it was originally a Mexican place. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> like, they just replaced key letters. Yeah. And they try, like, it is obvious, like, as you're looking around, that they tried to, like, keep the Mexican, like, aesthetic and theme going. But also, it's just, it doesn't work with pizza all that well. It's just, there's a sombrero, but they've turned the brim into a pizza, and it just looks wrong. 100%. Um, so, yeah, like, as, as you go up and look, like, they they only have pepperoni and cheese, and these are, like, barely a step above, like, gas station pizzas. These are on the higher end of mediocre. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Florence just keeps walking past it, just doesn't even look at it. Florence, you you don't want some lunch? I I already I already had lunch. 
When? We've been together since this morning. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Are you sure they've, they've got, like, healthy stuff? <laughs> healthy for him is it's a vegetarian one. The kid behind the counter cuts in and is like, it's not all that healthy. It's got vegetables on it. Technically. Uh, I'll just, I'll just get a, I'll just get a water. Uh, as Warren says that, the kid behind the counter just shakes his head. What, what is your, your water unhealthy too? The, uh, the guy turns around and is like, I wouldn't drink it. It's in a bottle. I wouldn't drink it. Are you being held hostage here, son? Only by capitalism. You know what? Fair enough. I'm just <laughs> gonna I'm gonna buy food for myself and I'm gonna tip him five bucks. <laughs> yeah, he pockets that thing away like a squirrel with a with a nut. Like that thing just vanishes the second it, it gets in his little mitts. Florence nods gravely at him. Yeah, while you guys are uh, looking around, uh, you hear from uh, from the back just like uh, <clears throat> like someone uh, walking up to the front, and uh, with a flourish, the uh, this little uh, cloth uh, door. God, my words are not working right. Cutting. Yes, a curtain. Thank you very much. It's oh. okay. We'll edit this out. Yes. So from, yeah, I'm just going to start from the front. Selfie, please, if you don't mind. 